Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. Today we are sharing the remarkable story of a lady whose musical career has spanned over 50 years. Her career surviving a couple of interruptions and her talents allowing her to reinvent herself with music's changing times and her musical interests. From Blanchard, Oklahoma, by way of a stopover in Phoenix and California, let me introduce you to Oklahoma music legend Jody Miller. Hey, stand by for a story. Born Myrna Joy Miller in Phoenix, Arizona on a November 29, 1941, during a brief stopover in Phoenix while the family, like so many Oklahoma families we have documented in our other podcast episodes, were on the road heading from California to what they hoped would be the promised land of jobs, milk, and honey in California. Shortly after her birth, Myrna and her family continued on their trek to California, finally taking up residence in Oakland where her father worked as a mechanic. In an interview, she said her home was always full of music. Her father played the fiddle and is said to have carved it himself from a tree in their yard. Her mother sang while she and her four sisters learned to harmonize. Her sister Pat introduced her to and got her started on the guitar. The family soon realized Myrna's talent and at the age of seven began entering her into the local talent shows where she had some success and was building quite a reputation as the little girl with a big voice. Unfortunately, circumstances within the family caused her parents to separate. Myrna was sent to live with her grandmother in Blanchard, Oklahoma, which is located just south of Norman and Oklahoma City. Jody said of this time she was not sure how she found or got to her grandmother's home. She said she walked up to her grandmother's house. Her grandmother walked out onto the porch, took a long look at her, and said, Who are you? She said, later she remembers her grandmother settling in her rocking chair playing the fiddle. Jody credits her grandmother for the basis of her family's musical talent. While attending high school at Blanchard, she found musical support from her teachers who encouraged her musical talent. She formed a musical group in high school calling themselves the Melodies. Their covers of songs from the McGuire sisters and other groups of the day impressed their audiences, but they discontinued performing shortly after graduation. Jody, still known as as Myrna at that time married her high school sweetheart, Monty Brooks. During this time, folk music was the rage, and Myrna was not giving up on her music. Later, she said, I memorized 200 folk songs that she had found in books at the library. Before long, she got her first paying gig singing in a little coffee shop called The Jester, located not far from the campus of Oklahoma University in Norman. While appearing along with Tulsa, Oklahoma folk singer Mike Settles at The Jester Coffee Shop, who, by the way, went on to have an amazing musical career of his own that we'll cover in a later episode. She met his friend, Lou Gottlieb, who was a member of the folk group, the Limelighters. Lou was really impressed with Myrna, soon to be called Jody. He gave her the name of his agent in Los Angeles and the following advice. He said to her, you should head out there if you really want a music career. She told Monty about the advice, finally convincing him to make the trip to California. Borrowing money from his parents, they headed out to California. After about a year trying to get a toehold in the Los Angeles music scene, Monty sees an article 
article in the newspaper about Oklahoma actor Dale Robertson. He realizes he knows Robertson's brother, who's in the horse business back in Oklahoma. At the time, Dale Robertson was the star of the TV western Wells Fargo. Jody's first meeting with Dale Robertson is best described in the album notes of her album, Jody Miller, Complete Epic Hits. It says there, a somewhat intimidated Jody ventured over to Robertson's Hollywood office. She says, as I walked in the building, he was standing right there in front of me, talking to a man I was so scared that I blurted out, Hi, I'm Myrna Miller. Can you help me? She stated her intention succinctly. I need some help. I'm the best singer you ever heard in your life. Though Robertson's secretary tried to put her off by scheduling their appointment for a month later, Myrna patiently waited and showed up at the prescribed time. She said, I sang scarlet ribbons for him. He was overwhelmed because he and his wife had just had a little girl. She says, so he put his hand on the phone and called the man at Capitol Records. Shortly, she auditioned for Robertson's friend at Capitol Records. They took her middle name of Joy, added the letter D, and from then on, she would be known as Jody Miller. Her first Capitol album, Wednesday's Child is Full of Woe, was a full-fledged folk album that did not receive much attention. But it's worth noting that on that album, playing guitar was a young man from D-Light, Arkansas, Glenn Campbell, and a singer who would later be known only by her first name as Cher, backing up on harmonies. I also understand that a Tulsa musician played piano on her early recordings. Yep, Leon Russell. Her first career-changing moment came in 1966 when Capitol called her to record a new song, Queen of the House, written by a friend of Roger Miller's as the answer song to King of the Road. Five days after its release, it sold over a half a million copies, to the point the record presser could not keep up with demand. The song reached a solid number five on the Billboard charts. She received a Grammy for Best Vocal Performance on a Country Record. Capitol continued releasing albums, a total of six, but none of the six provided another monster hit single. By the late 60s, she and Monty decided to return home to Blanchard. While back home in Oklahoma, listening to the radio in 1968, Jody says she heard Tammy Wynette on the radio singing her song, Stand By Your Man. She called the producer of that record, Billy Sherrill, saying to him she would like him to produce her. He invited her out to Nashville. He signed her to a contract in 1970 with Epic Records to record specifically for the country music market. This would begin the next phase of her musical career. In 1970, she had two country hits, Look at Mine, nearly breaking into the top 20. She followed it up with a top 20 entry, If You Think I Love Love you now, I just started. In 1971, she covered a song that was a hit for the Chiffons in 1963, He's So Fine, which was a top five country hit and crossed over to the pop charts at number 53. The song garnered Jody a Grammy nomination. Many more country hits were to follow, many of them remakes of classics from the pop rock era. Baby I'm Yours, Be My Baby, and To Know Him Is To Love Him. She also had success with the new country songs, There's a Party Going On and Good Good news and darling, you can always come back home. She created controversy with the country music DJs with her cover of the classic song House of the Rising Sun, which is known to be about a prison. But her slant turns the 
classic animal song into being about a house of ill repute. Her last entry into the top 30 was 1977's When the New Wears Off Our Love, making her final chart appearance in 1979. During the 70s, she was doing nearly 250 live appearances a year, plus all the recording sessions. She decided it was time to return home to Blanchard, spend time with her daughter and husband, Monty, who was having success of his own raising quarter horses. During the 80s, she went into semi-retirement, only to emerge later, reinvented herself as a Christian music artist, and she has released several gospel albums. In 1999, she was inducted by the Country Gospel Music Association into their Hall of Fame, along with Loretta Lynn and Barbara Mandrell. Today, she has concert appearances where she performs her hits, but also her contemporary Christian music hits. On November 27th of 2018, a historic event was held at the Oklahoma History Center in Oklahoma City. The Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame inducted their first ever all-woman class specifically honoring trailblazers. At this amazing event, Jody Miller was inducted into the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame along with Gail Davies, Gayla Peavy, Katrina Elam, Gus Harden, Lori Collins, Kelly Coffey, Evelyn LaRue Pittman, and Molly B. Over her 50-year career, she's been a force in folk, pop, country, patriotic, and now the contemporary Christian music genres. She has enjoyed the success of 31 charting songs covering both pop and country. She's won a Grammy, nominated for another, sung at the White House, and traveled the United States, Far East, and Europe entertaining the troops along with Bob Hope. You can follow her on her upcoming appearances and albums on her Facebook page. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Please tell your friends they can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and selected stories on our Oklahoma Legend YouTube channel. They're also on our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. Hey, by the way, you can also hook up to our new Oklahoma Music Legends web-based radio station on the cover page of our website. Like our Oklahoma Music Legends, please on our Facebook page. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Hey, thanks for listening.